0: and uh, I'll introduce them and say this is Worlds of Books. Today is December 18th, 2016, and today we are discussing uh, The Twelve Dogs of Christmas by David Rosenfeld. And I have to admit, I did not... Uh, I dropped the ball and didn't do my research on David Rosenfeld. I've read a little bit about him. I think he used to be involved in... Uh, entertainment industry somehow, maybe maybe in TV or something. Who knows? I could be totally wrong about that. But he's written these series of books, these Andy Carpenter mysteries, that I, f- that I find pretty entertaining myself. I've, I've read probably, I, I'm not even sure how many there are. There's probably more than ten of them. I've read probably three of them and enjoyed them. So I thought this would, I came across this when I was perusing Christmas books, and this one kind of jumped out at me, and I thought, well, that, that'll be a good one to uh uh, to read for for the month of december it's it's pretty short and and I know his his humor's pretty good. I usually like his humor and stuff and uh so that's how I picked it but uh i th- I think uh, uh, we'll go ahead and and get everybody's impressions of the book and uh, like I said we'll probably finish early, which is fine so uh, I'll release the mic and and let me know what you thought of it
1: well since no one's speaking. I really enjoyed it. I, I like Andy Carpenter. Um, I, I know not to research his research, and that's okay. Uh, I love the reader. He wa- he reminded me of the old-time radio um, Runyon, Damon Runyon um, character. I, he, I, I thought he was very entertaining. Uh, the story was good. It's not something I'll remember for the rest of my natural life, but I liked it. And uh, since this was the Christmas season and I have had a lot to do and and, and some of it's been amazingly difficult, um, it, it was just perfect. Well, I just happened to have
2: started reading this and Mickey said, oh, we're reading that for worlds of books or something to that effect. So I said, you know, maybe I'll remember to come this time since I'm even reading the book. Um, I like Uh, the Andy Carpenter series Um, I I agree with Alan I just I like this guy's sense of humor he throws in some things that are obviously totally nuts at times um, but you know I can kind of ignore those things and I just think Marcus is the coolest dude I swear I just um, you know he gets he gets in there and you know everything's going to work out just fine um I wondered after I finished it, I thought, well, you know the title was a little strange uh really, because um the the dogs really didn't play a heck of a big part in there, but i i I get the 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 pun you know he, that he was um, trying to play on all of us um so I just I I had a a good time with it. It went by really quickly during my jury duty, and so it definitely served its purpose.
0: Yeah, I'll agree with you, Vicky. And, and we're always glad when you come too. By the way, but uh, I, the the title felt a little bit like what kind of title can I come up with that'll sound kind of catchy? That'll 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 give it a Christmas nod even though there's really not a whole lot of Christmas in the book and there's no, not a whole lot of dogs in the book either. But uh uh so, you know, we'll, we'll, we'll yield to the marketers in that regard. But I, I do like his sense of humor. I really got tickled when he was talking about when he was off about the, uh, the, the, the song White Christmas at the beginning and trying to figure out, you know, you know, being Crosby being from the state of Washington and, and not really experiencing a White Christmas, then he started talking about maybe, maybe he's talking about Caucasians. And I thought, I just thought that was funny. And, uh, uh, like I say, I, I, I do like his sense of humor and, uh, uh, and I, I, I love Marcus. He has, he has a good cast of characters between, and I've forgotten a lot of their names but between Marcus and then, the guy that works with him at the uh, at at the at the pet place, and I've forgotten his and, and the, the guy that's the the computer wizard. So uh, uh, it, it's it's a good cast of characters, and he does a good job of intermingling them and 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 bringing them into the story and stuff. And he knows not to make his stories too long and stuff. I guess he it, they're light, and uh, uh, and, and I'm kind of like Mickey. I'm not going to remember uh, a, a lot of details about it a week from now, but yeah. You know, uh, it was a fun read, and I I thought he does a good job with them.
1: I just had to add, I think that Marcus was very much um, Andy's Hawk. Remember, Hawk from, from um, uh, what's his name? Parker, Robert B. Parker. Now, you knew if pa- Har- if Hawk got in there, it was going to be really good. And that, that was the impression I got.
3: Well... I must tell you that i did not read this book i tried to read it several times i don't know why but i would fall asleep and it would be on and it would be on and then i'd go back and try to read it and try to read. i just could not connect with it i think i probably will i don't know what it was that i couldn't connect with i could saying, come on Joni, it's only six hours you can read it you like it when you're reading it, when you're awake, and... but I didn't. So one of these days, I probably will read it, but uh, and I think, I mean, I love his humor. I read another book of his. I don't remember the name of it. It was a while ago. I think we read it for some book club, but uh, sorry,
0: couldn't read it. Well, you miss those great scenes with Big Tiny. I love that character, Big Tiny. I thought that was really cool the way they, the way he, he wove that in. The, the guy that that knew the streets and stuff, and uh, he kind of he kind of uh, rescued him kind of toward the end. I I, I I really enjoyed that character.
4: Yeah, he was pretty scary, but he was also funny in a lot of ways. I liked him too. Um, by the way, I'm I'm a Dev Outland, and I've never been to this group before, but when um, Alan mentioned that you guys were reading this book, and it happened to be right after another thing. I decided I would continue to join you because I do love to talk about books. Um, and I love this one. Um, well, yeah, I, I love Andy Carpenter. And mostly, I think, because of his humor. Uh, I was just... Uh, looking at something today and happened to hear White Christmas and had to burst out laughing because I was thinking about the exact same thing you were talking about, Alan. Uh, uh, That just
3: cracks me up. And, you know, it takes place in my state. I don't... um, I know where Patterson is. I think I've been there once in my life or something. It's in North Jersey books about my state. They still didn't read it. I don't know. I just couldn't connect with it. I just was not in... The frame of mind,
4: too. One thing that I will say that is a criticism of his books in general is that I don't really get a feeling of it being New Jersey and I'm not sure why. Because, well, I'm not sure what, being, what it would be like to feel like it was in New Jersey. So I guess that's sort of a stupid thing to say.
1: Well, I thought the reader made it more Eastern United States, at least. Um, whether it was new jersey or new york or he had that kind of accent all the way through um so that i i really didn't think about it not being a feel of new jersey because i don't know what new jersey feels like and i'm sure that one city feels different from another city
0: yeah the the reader was grover gardner i think and this was a commercial book i believe and he he, he d he did a really good job narrating I thought, so yeah, I mean I, I I don't think I've ever been to Jersey either. You know, I watch a lot of these these shows that take place in New York and it seems like they're always taking pot shots. The folks that live in Manhattan are always taking pot shots at Jersey. But uh uh who's that other author that writes mysteries that are usually set in New Jersey? I can't think of his name, but he's written a bunch of titles and stuff. But uh they're uh they're mysteries and thrillers I think. But uh Seems like they're set in New Jersey as well.
3: Janet Ivana writes a lot about New Jersey, and um, um, I can't think of her name. There's another woman that writes about Jersey, and I can't think of her name either. New Jersey is kind of um, it, although it's a a very probably the most populated state in the union. um, We have different attitudes. It depends on where you come from. I'm from the central part of the state. We're the best
4: part. Tony, I didn't quite understand you. Did you say Janet Ivanovich? That's who I was thinking of.
0: She did say Janet.
2: She did say Janet Ivanovich, but Alan, I think, was thinking of somebody else, and I know... I know who it is, and it's just not coming to me. But, did, Mickey, didn't you tell me that uh, Dave Ro- David Rosenfeld has recently moved to somewhere else because he's, um, he's doing something different now?
0: Harlan Coben is who I was trying to think of. So uh, hopefully that's who you're thinking of, Mickey. Uh,
1: yeah, he, he does. Uh, okay, d- uh, the, there's another book on Bard that I would highly recommend by David. David Rosen, Rosenfeld, it's called uh, 25 Dogs, 3 uh, Trailers, and 11 Volunteers. And it, it, he is into dog rescue, very strongly into dog rescue. At one time he had 42 dogs, mostly uh, Golden Labs, I mean Go, yeah, Goldens mostly, some labs. Um, but he he finds homes for them, and he, he took these dogs, moved from San Francisco to um, rural Maine, and, and he had these 11 volunteers working with him and, and his wife and his kids, and, and it, it was a, an excellent book. It was really fun. Um, so we know that much about him. He now lives in Maine, and he's into dog rescue.
0: Well I've got to have my 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 hats off to anybody that 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 does things like that to rescue animals and stuff so that's that's a great thing and I figured he had to be a dog lover just the way that all these books are set and the uh and he, of course he has one of his main characters is that golden retriever in the book and it's in several of his books so that that's that's fantastic
2: and we haven't heard anything yet from Don um, and uh, and uh, don I always like hearing what you have to say about books
5: well i i didn't finish the book i got started and actually forgot about it but i i have for a christmas book i think is a good choice i like his writing and i when i hear about it i think i'll have to get back as we're going to san diego next week uh, give me some good thing to read did you hear me by the way
0: yes we heard you and have a safe trip to san diego and uh yeah, the, the, the this is a good a good light read for reading while you're traveling and stuff too. So hopefully you'll get to finish it and it uh it, it, you know, all all of his have nice neat endings and stuff which 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 I like and uh, this one was no exception. So uh, uh 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 I I did like. I mean, but he does throw a little mystery in there too. So uh, the the story with the uh uh Um, the inheritance and stuff was kind of interesting, the way he he did that. And that that had a little bit of surprise to it, so I I thought he did a good job with that.
5: He reminds me of another writer. uh, He has a detective in Boston. His his girlfriend is a psychologist or something. They're always making these slight jokes and things, and it's kind of the accent. but But I can't think of the name.
4: Would that be the Spencer books? Uh, that definitely seems to fit that, and I agree with you. His his quips are very much like Andy's, although much shorter usually.
5: The only thing I the reader it's he said, she said, he said that gets a little old, <laughs> but
1: you have to have it in print to make sure of of you know so that they know what you know they can change their voices when they're reading, but uh, they got to read what's on the printed page.
4: That's true. Um, and how can you get around that uh, other than cheating, and I don't think that that's allowed, especially in books that uh, we read that are recorded by the that, that are not uh, commercial audio books um, <clears throat> one other thing you were talking about, the humor and stuff with comparing Spencer and Andy Carpenter I think that There's some um, similarity, too, with Janet Ivanovich that I forget who mentioned it now. And she has that same kind of mouthy humor that Andy Carpenter does, which is delightful to me. That's probably the thing that I love about her books, although they're pretty wild.
0: Is Janet Ivanovich the one that writes the Stephanie Plum books? Is that right? Oh, yes.
3: Yeah, I don't particularly care for her. Uh, I mean, I have laughed out loud some of the books of hers that I've read. But there's a certain, I don't know. Stephanie Plum, I just don't care for her because she always has these guys that are always there for her. She never seems to do anything much on her own. She always, she acts like this, oh, I just need this guy to help me. And, and they run to help her and, um. Uh, she acts as if she's real, really independent, and she isn't. She's so dependent and helpless with these guys to get what she wants out of them. Oh, I don't care for that. I don't, there's a smart, alligato tone that she has. Um, don't care. Which
1: brings me to the idea that I'm fermenting. Um, I, I, I don't believe I have ever heard, read a romance from a man's point of view. Wouldn't that be refreshing? I don't know that I'd use refreshing as the adjective, but it would certainly be
2: um, uh, possibly different and um,
1: worth looking at. Do you know of one? I do not. I haven't run into one, and I'm I'm asking for guidance. I guess.
3: Why don't you write one? You're trying to get into a man's head and uh, do that, Mickey.
1: I am not successful in getting into men's
4: heads. <laughs> <laughs> you you let me know when that happens. <laughs> um, the closest that I've ever come to that is there are a few romances that switch from the perspective of the man to the woman and back and forth. And those are still clearly from the woman's point of view, even though there are ways that it is... You know, there are times when you're in the man's head.
2: And I will just have to Google romances by men or something along, or romance novels by men or something and see what happens. So no, not by men,
1: about men.
5: But all I've heard is these uh, adventure stories with a girl, true love somewhere out in the distance and keeps going. And that's about the nearest I've seen to that and that's sort of a side issue
4: well you bring up a good point there um, seems like there's at least one of the James Bond books that it's, he falls in love with maybe it's Money Penny and when I read this as a teenager so we're talking about a long time ago it was quite heart wrenching
0: it almost sounds like you want a uh, a romance where by a by man where he's exploring his feminine side maybe. But, uh, I, I don't want to put words in your mouth. Uh, 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 uh but one, one of the I thought was kind of humorous in the book was when, uh, when, uh, Andy Carpenter comes into his bedroom and, and, and his wife is up in bed, sitting in bed, reading the latest David Rosenfeld thriller. I thought that was, that was kind of, that was kind of humorous, uh, putting his, uh, giving himself a uh, plugging it, plugging himself. But, uh, uh, the, the only other person that i've noticed that's done that you know clive cussler i've read a lot of these dirk Pitt books uh, I, I know clive Custler will show up as a character in his books from time to time but i thought that was entertaining
1: and he called himself one of the greatest writers of all time which i thought was gave me the giggles uh no what i'm looking for isn't a guy with the, his feminine side because you know but what what we read all kinds of stuff by women who are uh, looking. Uh, uh, of course, they have the ideal woman and they have the ideal man, and they're both hunks and they're both. But how does a guy react to these things? What is it? What what goes in? The, let's write it from the guy's perspective. Um, is he more? Is he just taking what comes? Is he? Enjoying? Is he falling in love? Is he just, you know, what, what, why always from the woman's point of view?
4: Well, you know, that when you said it that way, there was a book that kind of comes to mind. It's not really written specifically from the man's perspective, but it's kind of different. And it's an English book, and the name of it is Mr. Maybe. And do not ask me the name of the author because I do not remember. But I've read a couple of her other books, and I thought they were pretty good, too. But this one, you might see if that's coming close to what you're looking for.
3: Was that by Ann Tyler?
4: No, I don't think that's her. In fact, I'm sure it's not her name. I don't think I've ever read any of her books.
3: Because I thought that she wrote a book called Mr. Maybe.
4: Oh, I love her work. Well,
1: thank you. I'm sorry I took you off on a rabbit track, but uh, that's something that's been percolating. Um. Have we got any criticisms of the book?
4: I thought this was a little bit shorter and less well-developed than some of his other stuff. I would love to have seen more of some of my favorite characters.
2: I didn't do it, but I um, thought about um, researching the disease that he had um, given to pups. I can't remember even what it was. Uh, because I know from other of his books that his knowledge of uh, health and anatomy, uh, Mickey and I have laughed more than once over the book where um, Lori was shot in the thigh and the bullet nicked her carotid. So I just, you know, well, so I would really like to know if this disease that he had, this woman, that he gave this woman either exists or really does affect what he was talking about because he um, obviously doesn't know a lot about that area.
1: And he out and out said that he never researches. And uh, the he he had uh, the criminal going across the border from Wisconsin into Canada, and you can't get there from here.
5: You think his editor would take care of that? <laughs> I don't know if books are edited anymore. There's
3: some out-and-out real mistakes that they make and they're not
5: corrected. You may be right.
2: Uh, My one... um, eh, I don't know if it's really a criticism because, you know, he doesn't claim to be a jurist or to to be an expert in any of these fields he's writing about, which is kind of interesting. But... um, his, uh, his trial is just a little too, um, too set and you know somehow Andy's going to win and things, um, the, the way he presents a lot of the, the case, it's, it's just, it's, it's a little too pat and it's just not, um, I mean, I, I, I can't imagine that I would, vote in favor of what he presented over what the other guy
1: presented it just wasn't a very strong case well what i would see as a deterrent there too is that he said he never writes notes he has it all in his head so there would have to be some hesitations there would have to be some unsure spots and that would have to leave less of a good impression
0: yeah yeah i have to agree it it, it felt a little, uh, uh, well, maybe contrives, not the right word, but it, it, but it, I mean, obviously he's coming up with the plot and stuff. And it's like he he constructs the plot so he can he can make the uh, 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 the, the trial part read like a, like a movie script, kind of. And uh, I, although I will say I, I did get very entertained when he was uh, 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 cross-examining some of those people and uh, they, they were accusing her, uh, or, or, you know. OK, so this guy killed. So you're saying that. Uh, when her when her husband was killed, uh, she took the gun, or or the, the guy that <laughs> the, the guy that used the gun since she obviously had to hire him, and then he gave the gun back to her, and uh, yeah, it, it, it obviously was so farcical that it that 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 you wouldn't think anybody could ever come up with that, but uh, uh, yeah, it, it seemed a little pat, but but it, but it was, but it was pretty humorous. I have to agree.
4: I think that one of the things that he was going for, maybe, this is my supposition, of course, um, was that the real suspense wasn't in the trial. It was in sort of the aftermath of the trial. And so um, he really just didn't care that much about the trial itself. Maybe that's why, although I agree with you, there were some really good parts. I enjoyed some of the juicy bits in the trial.
0: And the other thing I liked was the 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 little girl that that ended up getting the the, the little poodle and stuff and the reverse the reverse pet I thought that was kind of or the reverse pet I thought that was kind of uh that was kind of cool but i'm i'm a I'm a big dog lover anyway so uh, I'm a softie when it comes to stuff like that but uh uh I, I always enjoy those those parts of his books because he's obviously he obviously loves dogs and stuff and so I, I can appreciate that
4: I kind of think he's Endearing um, the character Andy uh, Carpenter is endearing because he is sort of a wuss and he makes no bones about it. He confesses that he is, and that's how he behaves.
0: Yeah, and and I and I kind of like those guys that that uh, you know he's got friends that are in the police department. And they're always insulting each other, and so, I mean that that's carried on through a lot of the series and stuff. But the, I, I, it always amuses me because I mean he he's got buku's of money. I guess he's he's loaded. And they're always expecting him to pick up the tab at the bar and stuff where they hang out and stuff. And it's just uh, uh, I've kind of liked the way he's developed some of the the characters' relationships and stuff. So, but uh, but anyway, uh, I guess we've we've probably talked about. It. If anybody else has any other comments about the books, jump in now. Or, and then I'm gonna let Mickey uh, introduce next month's book.
1: Well, one comment: uh, Who would any is anybody going to read more Andy Carpenter books? I am. I. I think I've read all
0: of them yeah I'll read I'll read some more like I said I've probably only read three or four of them I remember the first one I ever read was just hilarious it had a forward in it where he was thanking a lot of people and he just had so much humor in the forward because he was playing word games with the names and stuff and I just remember it just it just tickled me to death and I can't remember what the name of it was but it was very entertaining
3: I think I read that book too Alan. it was it was just a riot um, but I don't remember the story, but I remember that forward, the acknowledgment. Uh, it, was, it was very humorous. and uh, I don't know. I mean, uh, I don't know if I'll read this book. I think I might read it. Uh, it's intriguing because I kind of read bits and pieces of it, so maybe I will put it together and read it. Um, I might read more of his stuff. I don't know.
5: I might read it. Yeah, and I like this story i think i might read some more of his.
4: well i enjoy his books a lot and i probably would read anything else that i see that comes out of his because i love him and he's probably one of the maybe i don't know dozen authors that i feel that way about that are people that I know that I like, and if I see one of their books, I will always pick it up.
1: Okay, I got the book for next month, unless there's strong opposition. Uh, the name of the book, and Vicki doesn't even know about this one, The Wife, the Maid, and the Mistress, uh, by Ariel, A-R-I-E-L, last name is L-A-H-O-N, Uh 78149 I believe is the number. It is about uh, the the disappearance of Judge Crater. In 1931, this was a very mis- big mystery in the, of the time. He was um, in a um, he was the, a supreme court judge for the state of New York and he was also mixed up with the mob. And got himself into a bit of trouble, and he sort of did a, uh, a um, uh, <laughs> just a disappearance act. Nobody knows where he is, or where, you know. and this is a historical novel, so she tells you which parts were true, and which parts weren't, and I found it a fascinating book. It about 10 hours long, um, and... Uh, a little, some violence because it's mob, but it's not graphic. You you know, and it doesn't really go into detail or anything like that. But it's a nice, a good book. I really liked it.
3: Oh, I read this, Mickey. I loved it. I thought it was so intriguing. And it was so good. Um, I'm glad that you're... um, have it as a read because
5: this this was really good. What was the author's last name?
1: L A H O N.
0: And the D B number is seven eight one four nine. Seven eight one four nine.
1: Ah, I was right. I yeah I don't trust my memory.
0: I don't trust mine either. That's why I went and looked it looked it up again before the meeting and had it pasted into my uh copied and pasted into my clipboard so I could go back and recheck it. Uh but uh anyway I think it's going to be a, 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 a uh, uh, my phone just started talking to me. I don't know. If, I don't think I said, Hey Siri, but uh, that's, that's strange. That's the thing about these devices that like the Amazon echo and stuff, you, you say the wrong thing and all of a sudden you're, you're being broadcast and stuff. But, uh, anyway, thanks for everybody's comments. I enjoyed the discussion. I'm glad we got through early, uh, but, uh, uh, y'all are a great group, and I always enjoy your comments and stuff. And I'm looking forward to next month's. We'll be meeting on the uh, – it's early next but I think it's actually going to be the January 15th, if I'm recalling. Uh I believe the 22nd is going to be the fourth Sunday for the Mystery Book Group. So I think we're going to be the 15th. So the third Sunday comes early. But uh I hope you're all there.
2: And meanwhile, I will uh, just kind of – Toodle around and see if um, anything comes to light, uh, a a romance written by a male author.
1: No, there are lots of romances written by male authors, but I want it from the male point of view.
3: Well, you know, um, there were two books. uh, One was called Mrs. Bridge and the other was called Mr. Bridge. And um, it was the point of view of a husband wife I think the movie combined both of them, but um, they were very, very good books. So it was kind of the husband's point of view in the marriage. Um, but I remember I really loved both of
0: them. Well, I've done a Google search with romance novel in quotes and man's perspective in quotes, but I haven't, I haven't had a chance to peruse the uh, results yet. But I'll, uh, I'll look into that and see what I can come up with. And I'm going to stop the recording now, so thanks for everybody's comments.